This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In the decade of the 2020s, even the great cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul were not spared the woes of contemporary life. And at times of fear and confusion, the job of entertaining the public was the responsibility of My Talk 107.1, a great metropolitan radio station whose reputation for laughter and giving back to the community had become a symbol of hope for the Twin Cities. My Talk 107.1 presents Jason Matheson, Alexis Thompson, Holly Roberts, Jason and Alexis in the morning with Holly Roberts. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to you, to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on my Talk 1071 and live streaming on a device near you. I'm Jason with Lex and Holly for this Tuesday, February 7th, 2023. We have second chance romance moments away. Then a bigger, fluffier, puffier dirt alert from Holly Roberts. Hmm? And then AMC <gasps> done did pissed everyone off. Ooh-hoo! <laughs> we'll why? About. Why? Why are you why? Oh, AMC. Again, we want to be in the meeting. In the meeting when this was discussed. But anyway. But let's get to it uh, if we must. <laughs> That's right. We're going to slow jam our way through a little second chance romance. Who do we have today, uh, Holly? Who are we starting with? We're starting with Madison first. Okay. Madison, welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. No, thanks for... I mean, no. Are you kidding me? Thanks for doing this. (laughs) Thank you for doing this. I mean, we've had a lot of hangups recently, so we just appreciate you. Uh, well, you know how this works. Holly uh, briefed you. Uh, tell us about your date, please. Okay, yes. So basically how we all met is that I swiped right on Allie. Okay. And she's literally, like, so cute. And when we were messaging, she has really good taste in memes. Like, she's really funny. So, of course, I wanted to meet up with her. So... I decided we should just grab coffee because I wanted to keep it, like, chill for a first date. And if it doesn't go well, I wanted, like, an exit plan. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Smart. yeah, we hear you. Good, good idea. Coffee is the way to go. I wish more yeah. people would do that. So, Oh, yeah, it's, like, totally the move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So she got the moves. Uh, what's the uh, – how was it? How was it? Do you like her right away? Yes, I liked her right away, and in person, like, she just, 
she just was like super intuitive and like really perceptive and like a really good listener. So I was really intrigued and I just feel like I don't meet people like that often. So I was like all in literally from like the first mm. date. Okay. Um, well, you're obviously here for a reason. Um, we're delighted, but how did it end? How did the date end? So honestly, like we just kind of like left. Um, we didn't really get into anything like super touchy, you know, or like deep. Um, but that's like totally fine since it was like our first date. And I think some people just aren't really into like doing that like right away. Oh, like kissing or embracing. Uh huh. Uh, did you try to do that? Did it get weird or <laughs> did anything happen that was kind of odd? <laughs> no, like that that's the thing. Like we had so much fun. Like I didn't want to leave early or like make up an excuse that I had to go, which to be honest with you guys, I kind of do like regularly. So that's yeah. saying something for me. Oh, okay. Um do you, uh, and I know Holly warns you I was going to ask this because we've done this so long that uh, it, it, being self-reflective, I guess, is lacking in some of these uh, segments. Um, so did you exhibit any weird behavior? Did, did, you know, do you have an odd habit? Do you chew with your mouth open? Um, do you speak in some sort of Vulcan language randomly? I mean, anything like that? <laughs> um, Like, honestly, you guys, I mean, I don't think I do. Like, okay. I, I would say I do pretty well in the dating pool, so, and I don't chew with my mouth open. Um, okay. But no, like, I I did all my, like, you know, usual moves, like what flirting. Um, yeah. But no, like, I can't think of anything. Okay. So it's not like a friend zone type vibes. God, I hope not. not no, I don't think so. Because, like, I don't know. Uh, yeah. No, I I, no, I don't <laughs> think so. Okay. Well, hmm. Madison, you've come to the wrong right place. Uh, so we're going to put you on hold. <laughs> we're going to put you Freudian slip. Holly, cut that out. We're here to help. Yeah. Yes. Um, we'll get to the bottom of it. We're, um, Holly, I mean, um, uh, Madison, we're going to get to this. Uh, we're, Holly's going to put you on hold. And we have Allie on the other line. She only knows that we're calling about a date. She doesn't know specifically we're calling about you. So hold on just a second. Okay. Thanks, guys. Right. Oh, thank you. Okay, we're going to so put sweet. Madison. She's very so nice. Spoken. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's talk to Allie. Get her off hold. Hi, Allie. How are, uh, welcome to the show. This is Jason and Alexis in the morning. How are you? Hi. Good morning. I'm fine. I know. Um, I can hear it in your voice. I know this is weird. Um, Holly said you were a, re- a little reluctant. So, A, we appreciate this. Um, you're live on our right. show. Um, I'll just get right to it. This is a segment about past dates, and we wanted to ask you about your date with Madison. Uh, you remember Madison, mm. right? You remember Madison, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. I totally do. Um, this is, there, is awkward. Oh, believe um, me, try, try doing it. Um, <laughs> uh, how was do, the date? Yeah, how was the date? Because it's our understanding there wasn't any... 
second date or communication afterwards? Why? Um, yeah, like it wasn't the date for me, but um, I guess I'll just be blunt Please. about it. I don't know. Yes. Be blunt? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, we don't we don't care. We want that. Um, so Madison, like really sweet person, you know, but she needs to learn about boundaries on a first date. <gasps> like she was full on asking for my birth details so that she could read my astrology chart on our date. And like, I'm not one of those people. I don't know what time I was born. Like I know where I was born, but like she wanted like all the gritty details. It's just too much. Oh, Oh, it, it, did it, it? Was there a level of uncomfortableness that she kind of wouldn't let up on it? Is that am I hearing that right from you? Well, I mean, she said that like, oh, gosh, what did she say? She was like, in order for us to really be compatible and move forward, I need to know your birth chart. And I don't know. I just thought that was really weird, especially on a first date. But she was so insistent on doing it. Like I did eventually give her my birthday, but like, that's all I'm giving her, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, shoot. Okay. Well, um, well, here's the deal. Um, we obviously got your info from Madison. I mean, you've probably figured that out by now. So we have Madison on the other line, and she's heard this. And uh, Holly, let's put her back on. Always fun to say that. <laughs> Madison, say hi to Allie. Hi, Allie. Hey. Um, okay, well, I guess this is good to hear, but I just want to say this is also, like, so Virgo of you to control the narrative like this. Like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you really, like, talk to people like this? Like, are you for real? Yes, I do. Like, I think reading birth charts is super empowering for both people. Like, you learn what you need to know about each other. And, like, I don't know. From what I learned about you, I feel like I would like to get to know you more. Oh. Well, like, if asking for my social security number and, like, the name of my high school mascot, like, is that next? (laughs) Because it's like, I don't know. It sounds really shady, and I don't think you realize it. I don't feel like I sound shady at all. Like, I'm I'm just knowledgeable about birth charts. Like, and, I mean, I know you're having a negative reaction to all of this, but I would really like to meet up again. And I just think you're really cool. And maybe I came on strong with the birth chart thing, but I think we should give it another chance. Ooh. Because yeah, that's that's the whole reason. Yeah, Allie, that's the whole reason. Madison was very sincere in her email to Holly. Um, that's really what this is for, is to try to reconnect you. So Alexis has something that yeah. she wants to ask you. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is my turn. And Allie, <laughs> other than, you know, the whole astrology thing, are you were you feeling her at all? Yeah, I mean, it's not like I didn't like her, but it's just like, I don't know. It was a big red flag to me, and it just felt like too much too soon, you know? Okay, well, here's the question. <laughs> if we paid for a second date, are you guys in? Well, I'm Madison? obviously in. Yeah, Madison, you're okay. obviously. Yeah. Allie? Allie? 
No, I don't think so. I'm sorry. I feel like you need someone who's going to be like more open and receptive to this type of thing. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I understand. There's a there's a lot of um, lesbians who are into a, oh. this oh. and people. Oh. <laughs> don't you feel like that? I mean, I, I, I okay. you will find some I both mean, that's of you. True. Right? You'll find people out there. Don't worry. It's not that weird for some people. I would absolutely love for you to read my astrology chart. But I'm not asking you on a date. I mean, that's true. I've never had someone who, like, was so closed off to it. Right. Um, So that's, like, I guess a good lesson for me. But, um, yeah, I mean, I definitely want someone who's open to it. Amen. Yes. Yeah. Put it on your profile, both of you. Into it, not into it. Matt Madison and Allie, thank you so much. We wish you both the Allie, best. And thank thank you. you for doing this. I'm sorry we couldn't get you answers. I mean, we did. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, you, you know, know. Yeah. now you know. It's all yeah. good. Thank all you good. guys. Thank no, you. Not a match. Okay. <laughs> I know it's a stereotype, guys, no, but I no. I have to tell you, I just I feel like a lot of. <laughs> My lesbian friends are into this, like big time. I know, but like you're like, I have really good news. (laughs) I, Madison, I have really good news. I was just at lesbian headquarters in Invergrove Heights yesterday. Invergrove, that's right. The gays are in Golden Valley. The lesbians uh, are in Invergrove. That's right. Madison, I was just talking to my lesbian friends at headquarters in Invergrove, and I am so excited to tell you there is a large number of lesbians that love astrology. I they love it. Lesbians love astrology. They love moving in quickly and they love astrology. Yeah, yeah. They want to know the compatibility. Probably one of my favorite things you've ever said on the show. Ever, ever, ever. They love Leos and they love Sagittarius. Les- lesbians love Virgos. Oh my gosh. Holly's face when you said that like, was Both probably, of you. I wanted to die. Uh, I wanted to. Okay, and I do what I hate that I do is I try to fill this space. And then I'm like, I would love for you to read. I'm like, you... why am I bringing myself into this? No. And no. Because you're bring... trying to be nice. Well, you're tra- and because and... she was so nice. Right, because, I know. You know, and it was a but... sincere thing that she wanted why, to do. Why did you have to drag other lesbians <laughs> into this mess? I just, I'm just trying to just say, look. Sunday, Monday, lesbians. Tuesday, Wednesday, lesbians. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Day Friday, let's begin. Saturday, what a day to groove to Katie Lane. Lesbians, this is their mess. <laughs> they're, they're, I'm just they're, saying, there's they're plenty clowns, of people. Their circus. That's who will love this. You know what? They'll find their folks. Right. Find, right. Yes. That's not a deal breaker. It's a deal maker. Exactly. Well, I like your optimism, Alexis. Are you a lesbian that loves astrology? <laughs> Call us now. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Do you love walking down a beach with a Libra? How about swimming with sharks? <laughs> with the Virgo. With the cancer, with the Virgo. Watch out for those crabs. <laughs> You're with cancer. <laughs> we got to take a break. The dirt alert with Holly is next. You know what else I learned at Lesbian Headquarters? <laughs> they love rebath. Yes, they do. All sorts of people love rebath because you know why? It's effortless bathroom remodeling from start to stunning. Yeah, they'll get the job done in five days or less. If you decide to go with them, of course, make sure you mention me or my talk because you get $1,500 off a complete bathroom remodel. But whatever you need, they will come to your home if you sign up at rebath.com and you'll get a free custom design. Let them show you what they can do. Hundreds of options for you, quality materials. Again, professional installation that will take five days or less. Saves you time, saves you stress, and they have great long-term warranties as well. Their next show is the Minneapolis Home and Garden Show. It's March 1st through the 5th. They bring the party, so make sure you check them out if you plan to go to that show as well. But in the meantime, Rebath.com. Let them help you with your bathroom and let them show you what they got. Hey, my talkers, Brad. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. It's time to get caught up with uh, the big stories in entertainment pop culture with the Dirt Alert with Holly Roberts. Hello, Holly. Oh, hello. Um... Doing a little Grammys cleanup concerning Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. They went viral (laughs) on Sunday night because Ben Affleck clearly, clearly was not having being at the Grammys at all. No, no. He's got to stand up and dance. Oh, Oh, so much secondhand embarrassment for Ben Affleck. But we've all been him before. Yep. Oh, Oh, yes. Uh, And have spouses (laughs) who feel who have been. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, but Jennifer Lopez is denying the narrative that we all clearly saw with our eyeballs over on her Instagram page, sharing that always the best time with my love, my husband and shared (laughs) an outfit of Mm -hmm. her and Ben getting ready to go to the Grammys. He did the the memes of him oh. looking bored were oh. hysterical. Uh, it, it, he looked miserable. Like it, he'd be, oh. he'd much rather be at a Dunkin' Donuts than. Oh yes, yeah. so it was like get him a Dunkin'. Yeah, yeah. fat. Now <laughs> I wish he'd just lean into it because you're right. We all get it. We've been there, and it would make sense. It would be really funny if she's like, yes, yeah, I was yes. trying to pep talk him, you know. Well, now uh, the uh, the Daily Mail went ahead and asked a lip reader what Jennifer Lopez was telling Ben Affleck at the Grammys. And uh, this person said that Jennifer Lopez allegedly told Ben Affleck, stop, look more friendly, look motivated, 
To which Ben Affleck reportedly replied, I might. <laughs> yes! <laughs> They're going to stay together forever. Oh. Guys. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There were a lot of those. Oh. Not a lot. Uh, as I said a couple hours ago, you know, it's interesting to see what stories rise to the top like the morning after the Grammys. And uh, there was another reaction shot that got people going. And Holly, I don't know if you have this. The um, Lizzo and uh, Adele seemingly uh, throwing shade at Harry Styles when he won album of the year, they cut to those two and they kind of acted like they were walking away, almost like an eye roll that Beyonce didn't win. And it it was caught on camera. It was very obvious that they were, you know, they wanted it. They were acting like they were walking away from Harry's acceptance speech. So there are a lot of good reaction shots last or Sunday night. Absolutely. So yes. Yep. So good. Uh, let's circle back to a story that we kind of touched on in the seven o'clock hour concerning the Pamela Anderson documentary <sighs> over on Netflix. Well, Tommy's Tommy Lee's wife, Brittany Furlong, she is addressing the now deleted social media posts in which she seemingly mocked Pamela Anderson yeah. for being so candid in this documentary. Oh, well, she's doing the non-apology apology because Brittany Furlon, she says that people feel uh, she feels that people mistook her joke about Pamela Anderson. She said, I thought I was making a joke about her die, her dying instead of myself. She is saddened about the reaction of her joke. Well, hmm. Uh, you know what? You know who probably doesn't give a rat's rear is Pamela Anderson. <laughs> Thank you. Right. You know what I mean? That's so, yeah. so she was just speaking her truth. Yeah. 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 Go watch Pamela Anderson speak her truth. And uh, if you follow Brittany Furlon, that's great. I'm happy for you. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can see how she might feel a little intimidated by that, right? If Pamela Anderson say, is saying, I've never loved anyone like him and I probably won't love like that again. She's like, ooh, but. That's the time to maybe just back off, yo. You know, just back like off, let yep. it don't make a TikTok that's a joke. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Bad timing, too. Uh huh. A little update on Jeremy Renner's Disney Plus series called Renovations. It's uh, going to be coming out. Or it was supposed to come out early this year, but of course, it was delayed after Jeremy Renner was critically injured in a New Year's Day snowplow accident. He went to Instagram yesterday. He said that the show is going to be on Disney Plus as soon as he's back on his feet. And this is a four-part docu series which follows Jeremy Renner around the world, and he's going to help others by reimagining unique purpose-built vehicles to meet a community's need. Oh, well, love, that sounds interesting. Love. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if it'll get great ratings, but or streams, but yeah, sounds cool. Yeah, it'll be cool. Well, you know, and speaking of Disney Plus, mm. looks like they might be shopping around some of their shows to other places and yep. licensing them out because Disney needs to make some money, honey. Yep. They're going to sell them to sites like Tubby and uh, uh, not Freeform, but what's the other one that does free stuff? Um, um, Pluto. Pluto. Pluto TV. The Sam. unsupported ones. That's Same smart. as it ever was. Yep. <laughs> They got, yep. They brought them all in house and now they want to sell them again. It's what's old is new. Yep. More stories like this on our website. When we come back, why AMC has pissed everybody off next. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. 
the home of good, good food is Howard Johnson's. Now have Howard Johnson's good, good food at home. Howard Johnson's is such a friendly place to have good food. Uh -huh. And the next best thing to eating out at Howard Johnson's is eating out at home with Howard Johnson's frozen foods. Yeah. Howard Johnson's now takes tender, ocean-fresh fillets of haddock mm. and bakes them in a rich cheddar and tomato sauce. Then quick freezes them for you to serve in minutes. And there are so many other Howard Johnson's frozen foods at your grocer's now. Howard Johnson's delicious macaroni and cheese. Yeah. Shrimp croquettes with a sherry Newberg sauce. Chicken croquettes with a creamy fricassee sauce. Uh. And more. The home of good, good food is Howard Johnson's. Now have Howard Johnson's good, good food at home. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Our official <laughs> sauce is fricassee Woo! sauce. Yes. You're really jazzed by that, Jason. Mac oh, and yeah. cheese. Underutilized uh -huh. word. Yeah, fricassee. No. Oh, right. Fricassee. Where's a hojo? You know, my only experience was uh, the hojo that turned into a dorm at my college. So yeah, I never I got to experience that. Yeah, I don't think the restaurants aren't around anymore. No. The brand is as a hotel. Right. I think Hilton owns it. Oh. But, but the restaurant is no more. Oh. Sad. Sad. It was good. Can that a, make it come back? Maybe a pop-up somewhere? Maybe. Oh, the last roof, one closed Aqua. last summer. Yeah. Very sad. Oh. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Um, so Netflix pissed people off uh, last week. Uh -huh. And now AMC Theaters is uh, pissing off people uh, this week. Right, Lex? Yep, they are. <laughs> yeah. They've now said they're going to do this three-tier seating pricing. Oh. Okay. So depending on where you want to sit in the theater, it will be more expensive. So if you sit, if you sit in the middle, they're going to charge you more than if you were to sit in the back. Right. Right. Standard sightline seats versus preferred. Those are the ones that are typically in the middle. They'll cost yeah. more than the standard sightline seats. And then there's also value sightline seats. That's the third one, which is mainly the front row. And so that will be at a at a lower price. Okay. Um, here's the deal. <laughs> this is the dumbest idea that this company has had yeah. in a long time. I want to be in the meeting when this was discussed so I could get my spray bottle out like you're training a dog and spray them all in the face. Nope. No. 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 Some vinegar no. in there. Because Nicole Kidman wouldn't approve. Seriously. What are you doing? What are you doing? You are already having trouble getting butts into seats. And now you're making it more difficult and costly for those butts to be in your seats. And I get it. You're disguising this under the umbrella of a better guest experience. It's not. You're nickel and diming people. You're doing surge pricing. And they're trying to say, well, Broadway has done this for years. That's Broadway. <laughs> yeah. It's very different. That's, it's very different, you ninnies. It's very oh. different. Did they mention, I, too, what the price difference will be? Are we talking a buck or two? 
have they mentioned that yet, or is it just that this is going to be happening? Let me look. I I didn't see. Yeah, I didn't now, either. Now, the I, adjusted maybe... prices and cycling thing will be used on showings after 4 p.m. I should say that, too. But okay, you're right. Now, and not on Tuesdays. <laughs> They're discount Tuesdays. Yeah. And this is the deal. It, it, it's punishing folks, really, um, that can't afford a night out at the movies. It's already expensive. We've we've said that for years now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I... If they're not careful, this is really the death knell already ringeth. And I hear a big dong coming after this. And I should not have just said that. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. thinking of, wow. Sorry about that dong big reference. One. Yeah. But you know what I mean. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Also, if you know, okay, as a thrifty shopper, don't you yeah. know that if you, that if the, they're probably they might make less money if the theaters aren't filled and you just buy a front seat and then sit wherever you want. Well, yeah. I mean, there's that. I don't know how here's the deal. This is what I was thinking. How are they going to even enforce this? They don't even enforce they don't even have people oh. coming in. They don't even have people coming in to enforce people that talk and ruin the movie for yes. everyone else, creating another deterrent to coming into your theater. They don't even Ugh, let's, let's, let's 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 just really break this down. And I get that there's staffing issues with every industry, mm-hmm. but they don't even at many of their theaters, they don't even have people pouring your pop anymore. It's automated. How are they are how are they going to have people to enforce this nonsense? Yes. I I, I just don't understand it. I don't know how this makes any business sense for them. I'm I'm looking at headlines within just the last 24 hours, yeah, what are people and saying? they're brutal. Oof. The headlines are brutal. Um, like why? Nail, why? Like oh yeah. Um, CNN nail and coffin. Fox News Ooh. has a similar one. Um, people, and then online, you look at Twitter. People are roasting this company. It's it's bad. It's it's not good. Yeah, the regulation of this, I think, is going to be the hardest for them to do. Oh, yeah. It's impossible for them to do this. It's impossible. Again, they don't even have people on the regular coming into the auditoriums to check for talkers or people making a ruckus or just to see if everything's going well. How are they going to enforce this? Mm. What You're going to have somebody, you're going to have an employee at every auditorium for every showing? No. What people are going to do, they're going to buy the cheap seats and they're going to sit anywhere they damn well please. Of course. Yep. (laughs) Yep. It's silly. Oh, because usually that front row that, you know, you've (laughs) you have, uh, you know, bought your ticket too late or you're coming into the theater late. And that's just where you have to sit. But that that's just part of going to a movie. You just know that. But I guess if people are willing to pay less, I'm just really wondering what that price differential will be. And if that will be even worth it for them and their bottom line. I, I, I just, I don't know. Because it's turning so many people off already. It's like, wow, forget it. It, it is. It's, it's a little hyperbole. But I, I do mean it, though. This is probably one of the sillier corporate decisions that we've had to talk about 
in the last few months. Yeah. Be interesting to see if they retract this plan. Now, I did read that it's already implemented in several markets of AMC theaters, but it is so unpopular that I wonder if they're going to backtrack. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like it's going to go across the country Friday. Oh, well. What a day. Oh, be ready for that. Now let me be on the side of the employees. These poor teenagers that have to enforce this, people are already yelling at service industry people for this and that. This is going to, they're going to give up and they're not going to want to work there if Alice is screaming at them that, you know what I mean, that she's being charged an extra $3. Oh, Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Now I feel bad for the employees. Unless the, enforce this. You know, the premium seats is what the ticket costs now and then they're just going to go lower. Which would be another financial, oh, like, right. what are you doing dis- decision? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, have Ooh. fun with have fun with that, AMC. Have fun with that. See, AMC, you later. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was good. Yeah. Somebody else wrote that. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, don't forget, download the newest episode of Two Fairy Godfathers. Available right now. Colin and I just dropped it last night. This one is a full fairy review of Disney's Awolani Resort. Is it worth it? Is it too expensive? Is it good for families? Can you go as an adult and not be attacked by children? We cover it all. Find Two Fairy Godfathers wherever you find podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Hit that subscribe button. We appreciate it. I could listen to this all day. This makes me happy. Uh, but we can't. We're going to take a break. We'll be back after this. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Jason and Alexis in the morning right here on my talk. Billions and billions served since 2008. Woohoo! And people who aren't are actually happy about this AMC change. You see the email from John? Yeah, he says, doesn't piss me off. I'm happy because I'm an A-list member, which means I get the best seats and are more likely to be available. And that he can reserve before showtime. And, of course, you can jump to the head of the concession line. He's pretty happy about, we should probably mention that, yeah, the A-list members. Yeah, the reserve those seats at no additional cost. Yeah, the uh, their their frequent customer program, which I like. I like that they have that. But yeah, I'm telling you, um, the vast majority of the public though won't know about this. Nope, won't understand it, and they're going to come to the theater. They're going to come into contact with a with a 16 year old Tiffany, and they're going to yell at her. You know right. what I mean? They're not going to understand. Yeah, that's and then true. they're going to and then they're going to walk into the auditorium and un unsupervised auditorium and they're going to sit wherever they want no matter what they it's just it's not sustainable you already have staffing issues how in the hell are you going to do this yep that's the big thing yeah that absolutely is yeah there's mm. feeling for him today yeah staffing yeah okay ready for friday because this is supposed (laughs) to go nationwide at that that point so Well, we it's not, we do the unofficial segment, the one job you wouldn't want today. The one job I wouldn't want today is the marketing and social media person for AMC theaters. Yeah. <laughs> I oh. wouldn't want to be the Quinn of uh, of uh, of AMC theaters or social media. Yeah. <laughs> director. Your responses. Um. Yeah. No, I wouldn't want to be that person today. No. Oh, my goodness. And I. You know, another, this has been, you know, sometimes thematically, um, our show has a, a single theme. We've had a lot of outrage today. We've had outrage over the outrage. Uh, <laughs> and then we've had 
discussions about outrage and people that are outraged and blah, blah, blah. So it's perfect. I'll just end on this. I, I had it on the sheet and I yesterday I had to get off Twitter for a while because I was just getting very negative. Oh, yeah. And I had to get off because I was reading. And I get I get the point of it. But Beyonce fans. Oh, my goodness. They are really coming for Harry Styles for winning album of the year. And I don't know if I like that. Uh, Now, let me pause and say, I do understand that it is eye roll inducing and kind of like, what? The fact that, yes, Beyonce is the winningest human for Grammys, but but the big three awards has eluded her. That is kind of bonkers to me. I mean, like the even just law of averages. But people coming after Harry because he won that award. What are they saying? I, well, they're just attacking, saying Harry didn't deserve it. You know that that kind of thing. And it's not a it's not a good look for Beyonce fans sometimes because it makes it. And I was reading some of the comments, and I kind of I have to admit, unpopular opinion. She can't win every award that she's up for. And if she doesn't, it doesn't mean that there's something nefarious. It doesn't always mean there's something nefarious going on with the voting. I, I, I just don't think so. I, I don't I I just don't. Yeah. And of course not. I, she can't win everything. And I was I, now look, there is a you can make a strong argument. That Renaissance should have won Album of the Year. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we, if any year that you could be really angry as a Beyonce fan, and let me say this because I don't want people parsing out and going, ah, Jason said, nah, nah, nah. I, you can make a strong argument that it should have won over Harry Styles' album. Mm-hmm. But my goodness, to go after him. Well, take um, your beef with the Recording Academy. Thank you, Holly. Take your beef with the music industry, not Harry Styles' individual who won album of the year. Yes. There is legit and valid criticism, and you can take that. Yeah, go tweet at the Grammys. Yes. By all means. I I just don't like, they, look, I'm, I'm a, I am a passionate fan of a lot of things, so I'm trying not to be hypocritical. I really am not. I'm trying to see it from their point of view, because I'm part of some fandom that gets very excited. Yeah, But my goodness, it just seems like if she doesn't win everything, it's immediately unfair to her. And I don't like that. I just don't. I'm trying to be even handed with this. Yeah, but, I didn't see a lot of the hate coming toward yeah. him. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm part of the beehive. I love her. And I do yeah. feel, you know, that like like you're saying, like, how is that possible? <laughs> Especially with such a great record. Not necessarily with that. Um category but just at large with the top three but yeah you can't go after the person that won when he really had nothing to do with it other than make a great album (laughs) so it's just misplaced i think and that's just really unfortunate it's really sad yeah i i I just don't maybe we should just not have award shows you know what i mean because this comes up this type of stuff, it's just like, uh, no, and I don't want to say that. I like award shows, but. Well, and Harry said that as much. He's like, look, um, I'm grateful that I won this, but, you know, music shouldn't be judged. And I was inspired by everybody else in yeah. this category. And he's right about that. You know, and then people uh, got upset because he said people like me don't win. 
awards and they were trying to parse what he meant. And it's like, oh my goodness. I, it's you got to back a, away from Twitter, Jason. Back yeah, away. Okay, it was just a lot. And then yeah. the Sam Smith, it was just a lot of outrage. Just stuff that really, come on, fundamentally, at the end of the day, when you're eating your rice pudding at Sunset Acres, <laughs> right. doesn't really matter. It so, doesn't. No. Oh. What, do, what does matter is smiling and laughing. Shamil Shlomazel. That's going to do it for laughing us. Laughing and leaking. That's right. In the morning. That's going to do it for us. If you're a kid that's being bullied, you go out there and be yourself because nobody, not even Twitter, can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right. <laughs> Twitter can't do that. Come on now. <laughs> so, de- so definitive, Lex. It's the truth. Have a great day, everyone. We love you so much, and we'll talk tomorrow. Donna and Steve Experience up next.